All right, so we are on top of Aleph. We are about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lines down from the top of the page. On him, Aleph, second word of the line, Rabbi Yochanan. So the we're continuing now with a psukim that the different Amaraim read and made them upset, and why he made them upset, etc. So Yochanan kimati lahaykra. And Yochanan would find himself reading the following Pasuk, Bachi, so he would cry. So what's the Pasuk? Pasuk in Eo, Vatisiteni Baal Leval Ochinam. So HaKadosh Baruch is talking to the, to the Satan. And he's saying to him, you know, you incited me, you had the story of Eov start, is that, you know, that Hashem said, that the, the Satan says to Eov, sorry, the Satan says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, um, basically, I bet you that you know, uh, Eov you know, is not someone who has so much trust in you. And Hashem says, actually, there is somebody. You know, no matter what would happen to him, you know, he would still believe in me. He's really, okay, so let's go. Go get him. And so almost at the sudden kind of like prods Hashem to, to give Eov challenges in his life to see, you know, what, what, what will be of his amuna and his bitachon, etc. So, so Hashem says back to the Satan, you know, you, you, you go to me in a certain sense to, to swallow him up for no reason. Right? That you, you, uh, you, you got me. You, know, you kind of incited me to, to do this to him. So it says, If you have a, 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 a servant who his master is kind of uh, incited to, you know, challenge him in a very difficult way and he listens and you know with them what, what are we going to do what 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 is there for us if that's what we would, would, would do to us so uh um yeah so fine so yochan ki matal hai kra bachim and there's another part like the yochan when he gets to also cry him big doshav lo yamin right that akash barcho uh doesn't he doesn't believe even in his holy ones you know, he doesn't believe even in the ones who are super kadosh that they're gonna, you know, Hashem doesn't have a moon in them. So he says, If he doesn't believe in his holy ones, so who's Hashem gonna believe in? If even in the, the greatest tzaddikim, Hashem doesn't have a, doesn't have trust in. So then, what uh, what does that mean? He, has, he can't trust in anyone. That's also very upsetting. So Yom So one day, have a He was traveling on the way. He saw a certain individual who was collecting figs. Shavik Hanach Dematu Hanach So what was he doing? So Matu means if you look at Rashi, Dematu in the text that in the first king line is Nispashlo, meaning he was picking up the ones that were ripe and he was discarding them. And then he was keeping the ones that were still, you know, not yet ripe. The harder ones, the ones that, that weren't weren't totally ready, right? It's like is that the the supermarket and you're deciding which ones to take, right? So he so he, so the ripe ones usually the ones that you take with you. So the ripe ones were the ones he was discarding, and instead he was keeping the harder, you know, not not yet ripe figs. So I'm lay love honey mountain. What are you doing? <laughs> when you when you when you're looking for figs, you choose the ripe ones and you discard the ones that are not yet ripe. So I'm lay honey la urcha, but you don't know. He said, no, these ones I need for a, for a trip. I'm taking them on a long trip. Honey, natron. Vahani, lo natron. So these ones, he says, I mean, natron means like from the language of, 
of uh, like being protected. Let's look at Rashi in the same line there on the, the first line. Hani Minterin Osan Shlobishlo Kotzorchan in Mimaharosli Rakev. Right, if you're if you're trying to take uh, you know a fruit or a vegetable with you on the way, so the ones that are that are still not ripe are usually harder and they're more you know they can be uh, protected better. So he said, these ones that aren't as ripe, I can take them on a trip because they're, they're harder and eventually they'll become ripe on the, on the way. So Yochan said, Amar, Now I understand what the Rebbe Shalom meant when he said, I can't trust in my, in my holy ones. What does that mean? So look at Rashi. Rashi says, hatovos pen that basically, what the Rebbe Shalom meant to say was, whatever this means, that those who are young and already tzaddikim, so Kadosh Baruch doesn't want to take them on the journey. It means he doesn't want to let them live a long time. Why? Because if you let them go for a long time, what's going to happen? They're going to make mistakes. They're going to become less Kadosh. It's going to ruin it for them. So in a certain sense, whatever this means, that Kadosh Baruch takes those who are younger, those are you know, the the kedoshav, the, the the holy ones specifically, the ones on a higher level. When they're younger, he he, he causes them to die. Why? So that they don't end up getting, uh, you know, uh, getting um, messed up on the journey of life. He takes them early, but the ones who are less kadosh, right? That they're not exactly uh, ripe yet. So those ones he allows to to let to stay longer because he's not worried that they're going to get ruined. They're not they're not they're not ripe yet even. Okay. Um, so you need really? Is that true? Um, sorry. Yeah, so Gemara says, back in the Gemara, you need really? Vaha, who Tamida, the Rebbe Alexandri. There was a certain student who lived in the, in the neighborhood of Rebbe Alexandri, Vishachiv Ad Zutar, and he passed away young. He passed away when he was still young. And he said about him, if he would have been a little more, uh, you know, a little more religious, he would have been more, more careful. He would have, uh, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, What basically would have been more of a tzaddik. He would have lived longer. So what's going on here? I thought you just said that uh, there, are, there are individuals who are such tzaddikim that they actually die young because Kashmir doesn't want them to get ruined on the journey. So maybe you could argue when this person passed away young and they said about him, ah, oh, if he would have been a little more, uh, you know, from, a little more stark, so he would have let, lived longer. What do you mean? Because we have the opposite argument that he was so kadosh that kadosh baruch took him early. Why couldn't you make that argument? So he answers, hahu hava. So no, that this, this individual was already means kicking his Rebbe This person, there wasn't a Havimina. There wasn't a thought this person was so from, so stark, so religious, that, he, uh, that that's why he passed away. They knew who he was. This is a person who was a rebellious person. And therefore, that wasn't a possible answer. Meaning to say, yes, in general, that could be an answer. Sometimes when a, when a young person passes away, apparently, what the Gemara wants to argue is that you could argue, "Hey, Pekidosh of Yamin, Baruch wants to hold on to them before things go uh, go awry." But this individual, that would not be a good answer for them because they were already, uh, you know, Alexandria understood the nature of that person. Okay, fine. Um, Tyson's point is that if you look at Tyson's on the top left. So 
Tyson says, Vachin Ikala Maymar Bahidi Perkamid Shabbos. This is the Gemara and Shabbos. It says, Beachad Shemes is an individual who passed away. But I say, Ishtam Olechas to fill of the base Hamedrish. His wife came to the base Medrash. She was having, uh, you know, she couldn't believe what happened, happened to him. She brought his twins to the base Medrash. Amra, Ksiv, Kihi, Chayacha, Varechemecha. Right, that the tefillin are, this is your life, and it makes you live long. Right, Tare Mitzvos, and she brings his tefillin. Bali, Shakara Harbei, Vishina Harbei, he learned a lot, he studied a lot. How could he die so young? And they didn't answer her. Right? What, meaning, you could have argued what should they have said to her. Hey, that's the Pasuk means. That sometimes people who are, who are, who are super high level, in Boshim actually Taka takes them early. And we don't, you know, because they're so great. So he just says, maybe that's, you know, why, why, didn't, why didn't they say that to her then? So maybe it could be because they knew who this guy was and they didn't want to say that because they knew that he wasn't one of those people. Okay. Inami lo chuva nitzches. It's a very, a very interesting answer from Titus. Or, he's a human being. And they knew that if, even that answer, even if it would have been the right answer, theologically, it was not an answer that she could hear. A very, very important Titus, right? Even if theologically it was correct, you know, that they could have said, yeah, he was such a tzaddik that Hashem took him. But uh, that wasn't an answer to this woman who comes crying to the base measures that her husband passed away. That's not an answer that she can hear. And rather, they said nothing. It's a very important episode. Someone has a loss to go and some people, we don't know what to say. And so sometimes we say, oh, well, I'll say something. And hopefully that'll work. Actually, sometimes saying something is worse than saying nothing. Uh, that's what Titus may be telling us here, that the Rabbanim in the Beis HaMedrash understood that this woman was not going to be consoled by some theological response. Oh, uh, it's in a better place. You know, the Rebbe Shalom decided that, you know, it must be that Hashem loves him so much. And this is not answers that, that people uh, could necessarily hear and they're not necessarily helpful for people. And therefore, it says Titus, maybe that's the reason why they didn't say it, even though they had a theological answer, because the theological answer is not always um, the right thing to do. All right, back in the Gemara. Um, next, another pasuk that Rav Yochanan would, uh, would cry when he would arrive at. Rav Yochanan came out to the high crowd, Bachi. Rav Yochanan gets the following pasuk, he would cry. V'karavti alechem lemishpat. V'ayisi eid. So, basically, Karshbarahu says to the Navi, I'm going to come for you after you in judgment, and I'm going to be the witness, right? By those who are involved in witchcraft, and involved in adultery, and involved in uh, taking oath in vain, Hashem's name in vain, and by those who, uh, you know, um, don't pay their workers enough, and they, uh, you know, they, 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 don't, they, don't, they don't pay them the, the, the value they're supposed to pay them. Okay. So, Evid Shirabu Mekarvu Laduno, Umemar Ido, Takanani You know, you're the servant of this, this individual, and he, he's going to bring you a Bezdin, and he's going to be the judge, jury, and executioner, he's going to be the, the witness against you. What, the, what a horrible thing to think to your bonus shalom as the one who's going to bring us to Zin and to, and to judge us. So Amr of Yochem and Zakai, Oy Lanu Sheshako Aleinu Akasuf Kalos Kachamuros. And Yochem and Zakai said a different shah in this Gemara, in this Pasuk. He says, How terrible is it that Kalosh Baruch Hu compares the terrible, serious, serious, serious of areas to things that are, we see as not as serious? Meaning, for example, Rashi says, Kalos Kavachamuros. If you look at Rashi, it's like, 
What's the next Rashi? That's the ones that we saw. But Kalos Kavachamruz is about 10 lines up on the right side from where we are in the Gemara. Oshkei Sachir Sachir Kimenafim Kumachashim. It compares a person who doesn't pay his workers the right, right amount to someone who commits adultery. I think we would argue that one you know, adultery we think is probably a worse avira. Nevertheless, he says it doesn't matter. Kosh compares everything. They're all the same. We have to be careful by all the types of mitzvahs that we do. And wow, what a, what a hard, hard thing to have the Yubon Shalom uh, you know, treat both very severely. Person who you know, bends the, the, the din of a ger, of a convert, treats them unfairly in Bezdin as if they treated the Ribbon Sholem right, unfairly in Bezdin. How do we know? Shinemar, umate ger, umati ksif. Right? The passage says, umate ger, mate ger could be written mem tes he. Right? Instead, it's written mate, mem tes yud can mean mati, not just one who tips the scales in a negative way for the convert, but mati could just be read as umati, someone who bends my, 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 uh, my judgment, the judgment of Hashem, and therefore judging a, an, an individual member of Kalah Yisrael, certainly one who's weaker and has, doesn't have a defense, etc., um, is as bad as uh, tipping the scales in a negative way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Pasuk says, if a person does an Aveira, and then feels bad about it right away, so you get a Mechila. Right? The fact that you actually feel terrible about it, it's a very important, it's a very important Gemara. People do Aveira, and we feel like so, so guilty forever for what we did. So it's important to know that feeling guilty is also, it's also a positive thing. To a, again, at first, that a person should feel guilty. And, and, and if they do, meaning to know that the fact that they felt bad about it, that's also good. You felt bad about it. That's a, that's, there's a Mila. There's something to be said for feeling bad. It's okay. Um, and you feel bad, it actually it serves as a big kapara for a person. That's that they felt bad about it. Um, and again, immediate kapara. Why? Because the whole point was that previous Pazak says, ger, and you do so in Veloyuni, you don't fear Hashem, but meaning those who do fear Hashem, so they get a mechila um, immediately. Fine, so we'll stop here and we'll pick up tomorrow.